0: Are you ready? Are you ready for today? What time's everything getting underway, Josh? The Super Bowl parade or was it yesterday? I'm, I'm it's trying today. to. Okay, I'm trying to avoid it. They're showing highlights. I guess this is from the last Super Bowl parade. Look at look at Kelsey. Boy, Mahomes has been a little bit of everywhere in the last couple of days, hasn't he? He's a traveling fool, Kelsey. And by the way, what a good guy, huh? What a brilliant marketing strategy by WWE to put the W on their belts. Because everyone freaking wears them and has them around. It's got that massive logo right there on the front of it. (laughs) Mahomes tweeted the picture out. Oh, gosh. Did you, uh, by the way, before we get to the top five stories of the day here, hour three is always is brought to you by Mop and Roofing, locally owned and operated and fully insured 4057033843. Did you happen to hear the uh story from Chad Henney about how superstitious that Patrick Mahomes truly is? No. All right. Now keep your finger on the dump button because I didn't listen to this whole thing. I just I don't see Adam Schefter and Chad Henney being the guys that might drop a bomb. But you just never know. You never you? know, right? So here was here was Hinney on Adam Schefter's podcast.
1: What do you see every day that we don't get to see on Sundays? The details, the superstitions, um, Superstitions. each and every day. Oh, I mean, you know, baseball background. So all these guys, I mean, he has to have a certain thing each and every day. He comes in, he does his work. His notes are written out a certain way. Um, Same pair of underwear, which probably not a lot of people know on game day. He's been wearing it since uh, uh, I've been a part of it. Uh, And I've never said this This will definitely be a light and be like, what the hell? You're checking my underwear out. But (laughs) there's, there's things that I've seen that nobody else has seen. Um, And, but his preparation is unbelievable how he goes about it. Um, He knows exactly how many plays are in each section on Andy Reese's call sheet. And if it's off by one play, it's going to be mentioned that week. Um, So, yeah, I mean, he he dives into it deeply and it's, it's fun to watch each and every day. Wait, but let's not bury the lead here, Chad. (laughs) You mentioned he's wearing the same pair of underwear. So he signs this half a billion dollar contract and he's still wearing the same pair of underwear throughout his entire career? Sunday, only on Sundays. So Sunday, it's the same pair. Obviously, it's a different outfit. um, But yeah, ever since I've known, and this will be funny for us to (laughs) go about. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Checking out my underwear? (laughs) But again,
2: okay. It's not bad. Like the exact same brand or like literally the exact I same mean,
0: pair? Even if it was the same pair, you're wearing it once a week, right? And that's, you know, at least since Henny's been there three, four years. What's uh, a what's big deal about that? It's not like he's not watching them and wearing them, or at least I'm assuming here. I'm having way too many conversations about Patrick Mahomes' underwear, but I am fascinated by this. No, it's it's it's
2: interesting. You would think, though, like, I mean, just the fact that I mean he's a professional athlete like you think eventually they're going to rip and tear and you're going to need
0: a new set, you know? I don't think it would be humanly possible to have the same pair as There's a no professional way. no athlete way. for 5 years. I mean they're going to they're going to rip apart at some point. Now, I may have some underwear that I've had since high school, but for a for an athlete <laughs> Right. You and I's life is different than
2: Patrick <laughs> Mahomes or any <laughs> professional quarterbacks life.
0: Oh gosh. All right, let's hit it. Time for the top five stories of the day. As always, brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you
2: by Newcastle Casino.
0: Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. I I won't lie, though. I'm a really big superstitious person. I've come to realize that. And when the thing that I do doesn't work, which inevitably it'll happen – for some reason, I'm surprised by that. And and it doesn't matter if for anything. Golf. If if I put one ball in my, let's say, back pocket, my extra golf ball in my back pocket, and, and I end up getting like a par on that hole, oh, I'm keeping that golf ball in my back pocket. And then when it doesn't work, it's like. <sighs> <sighs> so if something's working for you, then I'm not here to. I'm not here to. To hate on it. Good on you, Patrick Mahomes. All right, big story number five. You know, we haven't gone gone all in on our Wade Electric uh, sooner weekly update. But women's basketball is back in action tonight versus Texas Tech. It's the pink out game. The first 500 fans will get a pink t-shirt. Tickets as low as $5. Wow. $5. And. And. For this
2: 21 team, that's.
0: A bargain. Hey, this is it's a real good basketball team, man. And I don't know if you've been paying attention to the standings in the Big 12, but Texas lost. They did, yeah. Texas got beat by Iowa State in Ames. So if Oklahoma wins tonight, the Sooners are in a dead heat with the Longhorns for the top spot in the Big 12.
2: With a home game left against Texas.
0: And here is that remaining schedule, Josh Helmer, almost on cue. It's Texas Tech tonight, who is is not very good, but for some reason has always played the Sooners relatively tight. Then you go to Kansas. This game has scared me for a while. I don't know why, well, but KU's good. But, Are but, they not? But yeah, they're they're good. So this game has scared me for a while for the Sooners. I get it. You look at Kansas; they're six and six, but they've won their last two games. They've, you know, Oklahoma played them tight earlier this season when the two teams squared off. Um, I feel like Norman. they're
2: sort of regarded as an eight-nine line right. type team right now. Kansas is,
0: and I get it. Their last, they've won two straight, and their last two wins are against the two worst teams in this conference. But they beat them fairly handily, so I, I, I don't like this. Now, here's what I do like: is that before can before the Kansas game, the wild the Jayhawks are traveling to Morgantown to play this weekend. So I do like that, but outside of the The Kansas game in two weeks. The Sooners are in that spot, Josh, as you said, with a home matchup on February 25th against Texas for what could be the top spot in the Big 12. I mean, this is one heck of a season, guys. This is an incredible year for Oklahoma Sooner women's basketball. I hope that you've all indulged because it's well worth it, including – Tonight, inside the Lloyd Noble Center, 6 p.m., the pink-out game. Get there early for OU Women's soups All right, big story number four. And just so we can cover number all Number five. Oh, did I not actually do the number five? Number four. Sorry, sorry, my bad. I just got going. I just got going, I'm sorry. Just just for my, uh, I don't for know. For your own, oh, your superstition. If we don't hit the big story five before we do it, then it's bad luck. That's right. I like the way you're thinking. What's the level of done you are right now with Aaron Rodgers? Is it high or are you still intrigued by what he might have to say? I'm
2: intrigued. You know, I, I this doesn't it doesn't feel as dramatic this go around as it was a year ago. I mean, this time a year ago it was plank. I mean, oh my gosh, it was every day. We had something new about is he gonna stay in Green Bay? Right. And is he done? And he sort of fed into it quite a bit. So it's not it's not as bad this go around. So I'm intrigued. I, I'm curious where he's going to wind
0: up. I am too. I am too. But he was he was on the Pat McAfee show, and he was asked, hey, what are some questions that you hear from people? Listen, I'm not in my darkest retreat yet. Oh, let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. He says to question what you hear from people. Sorry. Sorry. Let's use the second take, guys. Listen,
1: I'm not in my darkness retreat yet.
0: What? Oh, yesterday.
1: What? Nope. This thing has been planned for about four months, and it was always the same date, always the end of this week. Oh. So anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that, it's fake news. Whoa. So let me just reiterate one more time. There's an inner circle, right? And in my inner circle, nobody talks to Ian Rappaport, oh. to Adam Schefter, what? or to any of those people. Okay, So if you're one of those people who's talking to those people, it's a great reminder for you, you're not in the inner circle.
0: Oh!
1: Damn. And if anybody else is out there saying stuff, or if they're just making it up, which is also, those are both likely,
0: just stop with the fake news. So anyway, I was talking to Aaron last night. I wonder what his inner circle is like. I wonder how many people are truly in that inner circle. I mean, he rolls through lady friends, kind of like DiCaprio does. Once they hit what twenty five? Yeah, it's over. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, so you're saying that there might be a larger circle than even Aaron suspects? Yeah, I know. He's like, and if you're talking, then you're out. I'm like, well, bro, keep in mind. I mean, you got you got a few girlfriends, and they talk, and the next thing you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah new well, new, new people are, it, it's just more people are in than you ever think um there was one board here that i wanted to play and i don't know which one it was oh um no that's not it oh it wasn't him it was tom brady tom brady was asked about aaron Rodgers' future and here's what brady had to say about what he thinks is next for a a ron
1: i hope he doesn't retire because like i said i think the league needs good quarterbacks and he's one of the greats so if he retires, it'll be a sad day for the league. He's an incredible player, and everyone has their different processes they go through. And you know what? I think we all need to get off our phone a little bit more. I think we all need to get away from the TV a little bit more. I think we all need a little more nature and a little more silence and a little more peace. And whoever he's going about it, good for him.
0: By the way, Tom Brady, I want to have a conversation with you real quick, buddy, because me being away from my phone is, is not happening because of what you did last year. The day that I took away from my phone was the day that Tom Brady retired. The day that I took away from my phone was the day when Tom Brady announced his return. So, yeah. No, Tom Brady. Can't do it. We're not in the business of doing it. You that. and your billion dollars. I mean, I you can – it's like, listen, man, I just put my phone over there and I go for a walk. Good. You might not be needing that person to call you to make sure that you can have a shift so you can pay your bills, buddy. Gosh. So, Tom Brady, just to put a
2: nice little bow tie on this, he's here for – Outdoors Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's all yeah, about give it. Give him his time.
0: Um, all right, so let me – hold on. I haven't updated the Google Drive sheet in just a little bit. Let's see. When was the last time we gave both of our opinions on what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? I think it's been a minute. Uh, let's see. Here you go. All right, so in our running show notes, which haven't been open in just a bit because we've been traveling like crazy, on January 10th, I had sold myself that Aaron Rodgers is retiring. Josh, you said he's still playing for Green Bay. Two days later, I decided that Aaron's returning and he's going to play in Green Bay. Okay. So this gives us some good little like distance between the projections, right? So today being February fifth, it is February 15th, right? Today being February 15th. Yes. Where do you stand on Aaron Rodgers' future?
2: I feel the same way. Green I Bay? Still,
0: yeah, I still think he's back in Green Bay. All right, I think he's in Vegas. I think the Raiders are dumb enough to trade a first-round pick to go get him. And you think Green Bay's ready to move on? And I think Green Bay's ready to move yeah. on. That that would be uh,
2: that would be the part of it where he wouldn't be back. I think Aaron Rodgers would like to be back in Green Bay, but this was the first time we've really kind of seen cracks in the foundation. Right? Aaron Rodgers wasn't able to single-handedly lift this roster into the postseason and there were parts where they flat out weren't good offensively this last uh this last season. So and and you know, part of that is the commitment to pay Aaron Rodgers. And oh by the way, you're not gonna pay Devontae Adams too. And so you, you kind of paid the price, right? MVS, guess what? He leaves. He comes to Kansas City. So a couple of weapons that didn't stick around and all of a sudden this just let's put a band of players together thing didn't work.
0: Right. I think the Raiders realize they're losing traction in Vegas and they need a star. A city of entertainment, it's not good to be uh
2: they're not here. They're
0: not here for your rebuild. <laughs> now, if Bryce Young happens to be there at 7 or Will Levis or CJ Stroud, I think that would change everything, but by that point everything will be decided for the Raiders. Anyway, um, it's just where I stand. All right, so we're at number three. Big story number three. Number three. I don't know if it's been announced officially yet, but I believe we're getting a press conference tomorrow from Brent Venables. I don't know if it's out there or not, but it's it looks like probably fairly close to 2 o'clock tomorrow. You're going to get a little BV in your life. And I saw Eric Bailey, I saw Eric Bailey tweeting this last night, and it's exciting because they're going to make every – Single grad transfer available for a conversation. Wow, how about that? Yeah, how cool is that? So here, here's the actual. Here's the actual tweet. Um, so apparently, oh excuse me, sorry. So appreciative for this move by Brent Venables. On Thursday, the Sooners coach is making every early enrollee available for media interviews. Not sure how many other P5 schools, if any, offer this type of access before spring drills. Venables and the program's 25 scholarship newcomers are scheduled to be available. Um, new wide receivers coach Emmett Jones won't be available on Thursday, but it's expected that the Sooners beat reporters will have an interview with him sometime soon. I was of the understanding that Vin- that Emmett Jones was going to be a presser on Thursday after BV. Oh, really? Things could have changed. But. Um, And Eric wrote, I'm thankful to Brent Venables for the unprecedented access.
2: Yeah, well. That's awesome,
0: man. We all win with that. Yeah, and that's huge. Speaking of unprecedented access, on tomorrow's show, um, Jeff Lebby was on with Teddy and Gabe on the Oklahoma Breakdown podcast, and it was really good. I figured it would be. It was really good. And – we're going to share a little bit of it tomorrow, some of the highlights. Lebby's, I think you all know, I'm the biggest Jeff Lebby fan there is. But sometimes in interviews, he can be a little short, right? And, I mean, I have to go talk to the guy after every single game, so I'm sure there's time where he's like, gosh, not these two knuckleheads again. But it was really good, and he was very lengthy with a lot of answers talking about, you know, the why he's here, the the – the what they need to improve, where they need to get better. It's a really good listen. If you haven't downloaded it, go do it, but we're gonna have cuts from it tomorrow. They
2: asked the Alabama question? It's the
0: very first question. Okay, good. And by the way, it's literally the answer that you would get. He's like, I can tell you I'm here in Norman. I'm excited about the future of this program.
2: There you go. Well, That's- I mean, they they covered their bases though. They asked the question. I will
0: say, I will say guys, I know that I know that you don't think my reporting matters for S, but I have heard now from many, many people that the decision to elevate Mike Bobo in Georgia was part and parcel because they had reached out to Jeff Lebby. And and couldn't convince him to come. And couldn't convince him to come. Not not like now, like a month ago, when all the Alabama stuff was going on. As that was happening. Our TCU was trying to get a conversation with Jeff Lebby before they G-C-C-C-L- got Kendall Bryles. Who, who the heck do you think you are? They go to get a playoff game, and all of a sudden they think, all right, well, let's go try to get him. All right, um, big story number two. Number two. <laughs> Last night in college basketball, specifically in the Big 12, it was the Grady Dick show in Stillwater. Lon
2: Harris starts the offense for KU. Gets a screen to his right. dribble to the foul line. Lob pass underneath. Deflected away. Recovered by Edge of four. Right wing Dick open for three. It's good. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, man. you had three defenders trying to grab the loose ball. I thought John was going to say something else when he said grab. I'm glad he didn't. Here's the final call. I think it's courtesy of the OSU Radio Network. Kansas will sweep the regular season series
2: 87-76 to 76 over Oklahoma State as we...
0: Nope. <laughs> I mean,
2: in fairness, though, if he had said that, I mean...
0: I, I just... I went into fight or flight for a moment as soon as he said grab. I was like, oh! Oh. <laughs> I mean... Probably a whole different show today if you would have said that. That's
2: probably, I mean, at some point, that's probably going to happen.
0: Oh, it's absolutely going to happen. Kansas wins. So the Jayhawks are among a three team tie atop the Big 12 right now with Texas and Baylor, all at nine and four. And Kansas v. Baylor is looming this weekend from inside Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Let's go. Um, Iowa State and TCU tonight as Iowa State. If Iowa State wins, they're still very much in this mix. They're basically, and what would that be? One, two, three, fourth place all by themselves, but it would essentially be a tie for second or a second place all by themselves. You got three teams in front of you, but good win last night for Kansas. Oklahoma State had been playing well. Cowboys fall back to seven and six. Anything else in the world of college hoops catch your attention last night? I know we got a big one tonight. You get Alabama and Tennessee tonight, and that'll be fun on ESPN 2 at 6 o'clock this evening. But uh, Syracuse upset North Carolina State. Everyone was talking about the handshake lines with the Michigan-Wisconsin game last night, which was fine. And then after the game, like, North Carolina State's coach was kind of jawing with Jim Boeheim, but, bam, started laughing. He's like, yeah, man, I know the feeling. I guess we found out he was complaining about calls – and Bayheim's like, yeah, dude. Been there. Been there. <laughs> so close to Bayheim ba- on that. Bayheim's give a rip meter. Oh, so him and Gundy. Put put Jim Bayheim and Mike Gundy, give them a podcast that's uncensored to say whatever they want. It'd be great. It would be great. Yeah, it, it would, would be, be so ridiculous. All right, big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Of course, last night, the Oklahoma Sooners beat Kansas State 79-65. to Third win in conference play for the Sooners. Is last night more about the struggles for Kansas State? Maybe. The Wildcats have now lost four of their last five and two straight. But a win for Oklahoma desperately needed. We'll hear from Porter Moser next right here on The Ref. <laughs> Is that Pasby's fault? Is that Connor's fault? No, no. He's at, off the hook. I'm looking at him right it's, now. It's actually
2: Orlando Brown's fault because.
0: Is I, it good? How many bombs did he drop? I don't think any. He was he was awesome on the Pat McAfee show, but I loved Orlando. He was he was he was one of the first dudes that was, like, really grateful. I mean, we don't interview left tackles a lot after games, right? But he was always real grateful for the media time, whenever. Whenever I met him in New Orleans, or whenever I, my wife and I went to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl, the Auburn one, he introduced me to his whole family. Whenever we walked by, I mean, he was just—he was a great guy. Whenever, here's my favorite Orlando Brown story. Whenever he was doing the OU Pro Day, I'm up there just waiting to talk to him, and he's like, "Hey, dude, I'll." Uh, he's like, "I'm like, can I can I talk to you?" He's like, "Oh yeah, dude, I'll give you plenty of time. Just give me a second here." And he had this—he had an iPad. Yeah, and the Ravens guy was standing next to him, and he's just like hitting a bunch of things on the iPad, and I'm like, "What are we, what, what? What is this? You know?" I'm just so I'm just sitting back, you know. mean I'm waiting. Meanwhile, everyone else is leaving. I'm like, I better get this interview because I don't have anyone else, right? Potter, I didn't get any interviews because I was waiting on Orlando Brown, and when he got done, the Ravens guy took the iPad. He's like, "Thank you." Close it. I'm like, "What was that?" He goes, "I have no idea." He's like, "Let's go." <laughs> You wanna hear that we don't have to listen to a lot of this. No, no, but no. this
2: was Orlando Brown with with Dan Patrick. This is this is pretty good. good. Okay.
0: Teammate most likely to be drinking now is who?
1: Oh <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a really good question. Um man, Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey <laughs> for
0: sure. So yeah, that's that's pretty good stuff. Creed. that shot of Creed from the AFC championship game, Josh, where he's just walking with a cool or with a like two cases as is that hang it hang it in the what do they always say the Louvre hang it in the Louvre give it to him good stuff all right um gosh get a championship parade today championship hugs gosh championship hugs are the best two of four damn I miss championship hugs now I get a few for softball right so that's I'm not complaining about that but I wouldn't mind having like a silver and black championship hug (sighs) Boom.
2: Nine combined titles between the Broncos, Raiders, and Chiefs now?
0: AFC West has the most. Of course, ours – let me let me look over here. 1984, we got to blow the dust off of it.
2: Thank you, Chargers, for your lack of uh, contribution.
0: The Chargers at least went to a Super Bowl, so there was that, right? Stan Humphreys, Junior Seau. Boy, the Charger fans sure do talk a lot of gas for a franchise that hasn't accomplished anything. Sorry, Petit. Not about – this isn't about Josh Petit, the only Chargers fan I know.
2: Yeah, we got – we got – Matter of fact, I I didn't know that he's a Chargers fan. I forgot that. Uh, we got to be nice because he's he's helping us out with some gimme zone gas. So you're you're all good, Potezzi. I'm sorry.
0: Um, Stacy King just tweeted something really cool as we segue to Oklahoma basketball from last night. Um, someone had wisely, I guess, texted, "Man, Stacy King, what's going on with OU basketball of late?" They beat Bama and get blown up out of their last couple of games and can't seem to find their rhythm and beat a good K-State team last night? Here's what Stacy King said. Yeah, I was watching the game last night in the restaurant bar. Give Porter Moser a chance. It's only year two, and he'll get it going. You have to remember the cupboard was bare when he got there. He'll get it turned around quickly.
2: Yeah, we, we probably don't talk enough about just how bare the cupboard was when he took this thing. I mean, you had people defecting left and left and right going other places. And, you know, even if they had stayed, what was you know, how great was the talent level as as Kruger left. So but, you know, year three, it's right. it's, it's gotta start turning the corner.
0: Yep, absolutely. Here's Porter afterwards. Because oh. as you might imagine, um, that was a necessary win for the Sooners just from a mindset perspective.
3: I thought where we grew was we talked about, you know, handling runs. Handling and bouncing back. And let's just take the, 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 this game. We jumped out really well again, um, like we did the other night against Kansas. And then Kansas State came right back, punches right back in the mouth, and took the lead. Um, and that's what Kansas did, and we were down 13 at half. We fought back and then tied it. That was the thing. And I thought the guys came out in the second half. Um, I thought our second half defense was very good. Um, they're, I mean, they're so hard to guard. Uh, Noel and then Johnson, um, they got – their length um so I I just they're they're really tricky to guard there's a reason why they're so good um but I was I was I was proud of our guys and how we we fought back after we got punched in the face we've seen us get that snowballed before um in, in some recent games and we didn't
0: so how impressed was he with the ability of the Sooners to finish
3: well, just just you know, take the older three, Jalen, Tanner, and Grant. Those three, the last time they played really well together, like all three had a good night, was Alabama. That was the first, the last thing. And then throwing Lose in there. Um, I thought Grant had his best floor game since he's worn a Sooner uniform. Every, everything you've looked at Grant was it was all about winning. The ball went where it needed to go. He had six assists. Um, he had a bunch of other ones that led to fouls. Uh, and, you know, I can tell they switch covers. He walks up to me, he goes, they're icing. Uh, Tanner, and so I mean, he came up to, or they're ice and me. They just switched, and so all of a sudden, he we called an action. I looked at him, and we got Tanner hit a three. He was just so locked in. He had eight rebounds, best overall communication game that he's had. I thought Lowes did some really good things. He's shooting the ball well. Um, got a little foul trouble. Um, I thought Bijan made three nice offensive plays. Got a steal, and in that eight to four minute area, but uh, it was good to see us. Um, have multiple guys play well the same night.
0: Yeah, they needed it.
3: Um more because I edited it.
0: De- edited it. <laughs> well uh what? I think this is more on Grant.
3: When he's communicating like that, um when he's went like that. I mean he was efficient tonight. This was the most efficient night. I mean he had twenty two points on fifteen shots, eight rebounds, six assists, only two turnovers. He was efficient. And that's what you want. That's where he's striving to get. And that was um, it changed everything for us uh, in terms of – and then I think it gives other guys confidence when Grant's that efficient.
0: Two more quick ones here from Porter post game. Uh, Tanner Groves staying out of foul trouble. I thought
3: he had – he played with an unbelievable passion. He was everywhere. He was on the ground. <laughs> he was uh, everywhere. Um, we were more aggressive trying to get him. I was disappointed, um, I think I said it yesterday, of how many touches he got. I wanted him to get more touches, uh, paint touches. He drew some fouls. He got in there. I, I thought he was, uh, you know, uh, and that's the thing we're gonna be looking forward to more. You know, for him getting back. You know, he got 16 points on seven shots, six rebounds, two steals, one assist. Um, he played a great all-around game. But his passion and belief was is is just. It's really special, on, even for him, because there's a little desperation in there. You know, and this is is at the end, and uh, to not let us get down after some tough a tough. 14 days. Let's be honest. Tough 14 days, and uh, to get to be the top 15 team, um, you know those guys, uh, they needed that. They needed that that belief, with their in their work. They needed that reward. Now, 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 you know, that's you know a lot of things can happen in February, March.
0: 405. Right. It's all the anthracite jerseys. I'd never change them. I'd go Patrick Mahomes in red underwear, man. I'd wear him nonstop. Yeah. Um, gosh, they played well as a team. They played really well as a team last night. And they shot the ball well, too. It was, go ahead. That's what's enraging is <laughs> it, it's in there, right?
2: This group, I'm not saying that yeah, – I mean, obviously, they're where they're at in the standings of the Big 12 for a reason, but it's – the one part's obvious. If you shoot like you did versus Alabama – and Kansas State, you're going to be successful. But the the other stuff, the ability to defend, like Coach was talking about, the ability to withstand a couple of runs, and all of a sudden it doesn't get lopsided on you. That this team has that capability to where it doesn't have to look like right. it looked against Kansas or West Virginia.
0: Here, here's one, I guess, debatable point from the nine seven two. Not to dish you guys or even Stacey King's point on what Porter had to do. Don't forget, Ginny had to do the same thing, and you can look no further than Kansas State. The transfers from Oklahoma. Ah. Porter Moser didn't come in here with three of the best players in the history of the program waiting to try to get it done. In Matty Williams, Taylor Robertson, and, and Anna Yanusa. You know, I mean it when when the when the record books are closed, closed, they're gonna have three of the more storied statistical careers that you've had Taylor Robertson's the all-time leading three-point shooter in all of that ba- and all of women's basketball mm-hmm. Maddie Williams is going to be a top 10 pick in the WNBA draft um, if Anna if Anna were healthy she'd be we'd be talking about her as a top 10 pick in the WNBA draft and she, Anna got hurt there's anything for Virginia I think she'd even tell you you know you come in with that core the biggest thing that was mind-blowing to her was just the numbers in general right you In the size. They had to get some size. So, yeah, I I would disagree on that premise because –
2: And that's not to say – I mean, Coach Baranchek's done a marvelous job. Yeah, I I feel like anything I say is dissing that, and it's not. She's clearly elevated things from where it was when she took it over, and yet it was a better situation, right, when you compare the two. Comparatively.
0: Uh, This is from the 405. It writes, this team is – like being married, you never know what you're going to wake up to. What, is that? <laughs> what does that mean? You might want to, I don't know, see about the marriage, I guess. Well, I mean, are you trying to say that one morning you can you can be in love and you wake up and you give hugs to each other and the next morning it's a knockdown drag out because a toilet paper roll is put on the wrong way? You saying like one morning you wake up and you're the two best friends on the planet and then the next morning you're fighting about uh, whether or not you hung your bath towel in the right place, I have no idea what you're talking about, sir. No clue whatsoever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, totally, totally foreign to you, huh? You, you, are you talking about maybe where you had a night where you, you you worked a double, and then you get home that next morning, and because the blanket wasn't folded, you're called lazy? No idea what you could be talking about. <laughs> uh, all right, listen, we got a break. When we come back, what we'll the best of the air comfort solutions text line right here on the ref.
3: I thought overall it was it was good. I mean, we had some – they're, they're hard to stop, you know. So, you know, all of a sudden you think you're doing good and all of a sudden Noel drops it off for a dunk. Um, you know, uh, we had two freshmen on a switch in the corner right in front of their bench on an out-of-bounds play that led to a dunk. We had, our, we had our breakdowns, um, but they force you to have some breakdowns, the so, way Noel and Johnson. And, um, but overall I thought it was well. I Anytime mean, you can hold a team to 36% in the second half. I'm reading this right. 43 for the game, and I, and I think they're very good on both ends. So um, I thought overall, I thought Otega physically did some really nice things. Joe Bama still came in and got a nice block, got a nice couple things, gave us some athletic minutes in there. Um, but I was I was overall, you know, pleased.
0: Porter Moser on the OU defense last night should be especially the should second be. half. Mm-hmm. Keyword should be um, they're really good. All right, so Air Comfort Solutions texts uh, big topics on the show today what I start off on that I was off? Oh, the SEC stuff, which is yeah. gonna be a constant be on this. Don't be scared. Show. Don't be scared. So you'll hear some text on that. We talked a little bit about Patrick Mahomes and how apparently he's superstitious, same pair of underwear his whole career. I don't want to get Nicole that May, away. uh swung
2: by the show. That was great.
0: Yeah, good to talk to her. Softball's on their way to Waco. They've got Longwood Friday at
2: twelve thirty. Flow softball is the bane of our existence. Oh, gosh, gosh we, it's the
0: worst thing ever. We yelled so much about Flow Softball on the <laughs> show today. Let's see, what I else? literally,
2: uh you know, on the podcast side, we have to sort of have a little title for it, right, right publish it. And I forget what my excerpt was, but it was Nicole May joins Flow Softball Stinks
0: and <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines. Well, a- again, I, I'm i sure that there are some hardworking people at Flow Softball. I'm sure there is. I've met some of <laughs> – Like one or two nice or who? People. Yeah. But, boy, they <laughs> – their Their product is definitely – not met the level of necessity for this sport.
2: And you know what to be fair a couple of crooks over there too. Yeah. To be fair. Chief Saholik, I think, just got a job. Did Chief Saholik
0: get hired there? Do you see they let him out and so he hits both of his futures bets so he can make his bail, I guess? Like he can pay off his fines. Because of the futures? Because of the futures bets that he had. He had a future on Mahomes winning the MVP and the Chiefs won in the Super Bowl. And I, if I remember reading it correctly, wasn't it like two hundred grand? Oh He was going to win. You got to be kidding me! No, I was like, is it, that a real thing? No I, way! It was, it was either twenty or something two hundred. It was like ridiculous the amount of money that he had tied up. Now, granted, we might that wager might have to get negated because we don't know where
2: those funds came. That's from true. In place that's true. Wager.
0: Um, Here's a couple of texts for you. Kim Osuna writes, The greatest coaches throughout the history of college athletics always had the best athletes. A coach can only do so much with the talent they have, let Porter continue to get his guys in here. So, uh, at OU Photo Guy and one Trevor LaFoon and Tyler were bringing up one point during the break, like, what about a slight pushback against they don't have the talent or the cupboard was bare? I'm like, I'm I'm ears, I'm ears. It's like, well, they – and I've got to check timelines on all of these, Right. When did Alanis Williams decide that he wasn't going to play for OU and go become the ACC player of the year? When did Manic make that decision? When did Davion Harmon make that decision? A guy like Mo Gibson leaves and goes to DePaul. I'm sure I'm leaving out uh, a couple of guys that – oh, E.J. Harkless after a year decides that he's transferring. So, in some instances, right, it's a portal and you're a new coach and it's going to be hard regardless. I mean, look what's going on in my alma mater right now. But – I. That's it. It depends on what that was like when Porter sat down with Londis Williams last year, and he's like, "I'm I'm leaving, Coach. Appreciate it, but I'm gone." Right? There's not really anything you can do about that when you first take the game, right? Exactly. Um, Five eight zero Nate writes: If they start showing slap fight UFC things, I'll stop complaining about the thirty bucks for Flow Softball. <laughs> um, <laughs> Flow Sports sounds so. Cable TV Local Community Access Channel. It's from Jim in Arlington. Uh, here's one. Yeah, what does that even mean? How,
2: how did they come up with that?
0: What, Flow Softball?
2: Flow Wrestling, Flow Baseball. I mean, what is it all about? I have what no what idea. does the FLO stand for?
0: I have no idea. Um, featured Ladies Organization. Freaking Freaking Lame Opportunities. Financial laundering organization. Right, something like that. (laughs) I am very angry at you people. My name is so-and-so with Flo Softball. We are sending you a tersely worded letter to stop saying bad things about us. Thankfully, you know who's pretty smart about that stuff and can twist it back in our direction? Brian. That's why I have no concerns as long as I don't say anything legally indicting against them. You charge too much for your product, Yeah, we haven't said anything. We haven't said
2: anything bad. We just think it. You Kinda don't
0: stinks. You don't care about the game, or your product, your broadcast would be better. And number two, stop charging so much.
2: And also, your mission statement is a lie.
0: <laughs> um, I told my wife last night at the game, writes the four hundred five. It was going to be a good game for OU because they did not turn the ball over on the first possession. <laughs> yes, we're off to a good start. We hey, took care of hey. the basketball. You know, I. By the way, I'm like that with the Raiders. I'm definitely like that with the Raiders. If they don't turn it over on their first possession, I'm like, hey, hey. What are you clapping for? You went three and on punted. Don't care. There was a two-yard pickup. Don't care. Je- Josh Jacobs didn't fumble on the opening play of the game, and it was returned for a touchdown. Derek Carr didn't throw a pick six on the first play of the game. We're good to go. Did you watch last week? This is huge. <laughs> this is a huge start. Um, Everyone acts Writes to the 405. Everyone acts like the SEC defenses are on some different level. Did they not see the marquee game of the season end at fifty-two to forty-nine, and that same Tennessee team gave up sixty-three points to a just okay South Carolina team? I won't say that Oklahoma is world beaters right now, but the gap is not as big as the doomers think. Well, that's kind of been our that's kind of been our thought. Everyone, calm down. Um, was it? Flow Sports hit that one real quick. Yeah, Flow Sports is sitting in his defamation case against us, as we speak. <laughs> yes, that was fun. Uh, Flow Sports started with wrestling, and it's great on the wrestling broadcast. Uh, it really brought media to wrestling. I believe they are trying to do the same with other not so mainstream sports. The cycling broadcasts are okay, but really needs to be interested in more than just one sport for it to be worth it. Mm-hmm. And I guess Flow is the last name of the founder, Martin Florena. Gotcha. Well, Martin, hire better people. Yeah, get it together, Mar- Martine. Boy, that is. Is that true what he said before? A pooper scooper service is 50 bucks a month once a week? <laughs> Are you thinking you might look into that? I—I I, There was this person in, oh, we got a break. I got lucky here. Yeah, we, we got to take gonna, it to you. I was going to tell a story about this girl that suddenly started hating me that I thought was my best friend, and that was her thing. She did pooper scooper services. <laughs> I, I I think what? we I think we even hired her and one day she showed up and it was my I was like oh oh she hates me let's I'm gonna go for a drive but yeah I, I guess it's a deal right you hire someone the poop scoop your yard boom you don't have to worry about it fifty bucks a month though once a week huh, that's a lot that's a lot yeah um all right quick break we got to wrap up the show next I don't know how we got there but thanks to the text from the four hundred five it's the plank show someone brought up a point earlier just to put um kind of an exclamation point on the Flow Sports conversation. Remember, they're not in it to do college softball. They're in it to provide streams to grandmas and grandpas and um, family members who can't go watch these travel fast pitch tournaments. And my point is, I get that. But when it comes, you step your game up when you get an opportunity. If I get a chance to fill in on the T-Row in the morning show, or for Steelman or for Teddy and Tyler, I got to step my game up because that's who you people love. And I think that's the same way with Flo. No excuses. I don't care what it's made for. When you're calling OU softball, Washington softball, step your game up. Well, probably they should do a better job of the travel ball stuff then, too. <laughs> I mean, clearly, right? Isn't that the takeaway? I mean, <laughs> these, poor, these poor grandparents. Are I know. Milked watch out of their re- garbage. Retirement to watch little Susie play in a tournament out in Fresno. Meanwhile, it's some sap out there with his camcorder recording it for him. All right, hey, listen, enjoy the prey today, Josh. I'll be at Cavens tomorrow with Gary and the crew. Until then, have a great rest of your Wednesday. Steelman and Thune at noon are next.